0: Welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Alvarado Excellence Podcast. And again, as always, with me today is Dr. Kenneth Estes, Alvarado ISD Superintendent. And Hope you had a a good weekend. A little bit of rain, but not too bad. It was a nice day, Saturday and Sunday.
1: Yeah, it was nice. I like the cooler temperatures. I'm sure a lot of people are ready for summer, but I enjoy the cooler temperatures.
0: Most definitely. All right, so right off the bat, we're going to hit a couple real quick, easy ones. COVID-19 update. We continue to be spectacular, and it's all thanks to everybody else, what our educators and our scholars are doing. Uh, Again, a zero for the second straight week. And like we said last week, I think we're running out of adjectives to use. But just uh, keep doing what you're doing, and couldn't be more proud of of the effort that everybody has put in. I know it was a struggle right around Thanksgiving and then right after uh, the the holiday break, and February got kind of sketchy a little bit. But uh, uh, we just – Proud of everybody hanging in there, sticking with the protocols, and now we're seeing the the fruits of our protocols, and, and it, everybody staying with it.
1: Yeah, and we're getting more people vaccinated. I saw this morning that we've got over a hundred of our educators that are fully vaccinated now, and so that's fantastic. And I think that's a, a big plus too, because going into the year, we were concerned about our scholars, but really concerned about our educators also that you know we're going to be in these rooms, so. I'm glad that more of our educators have their, uh, vac- you know, vaccination their or they've been vaccinated. I think that'll help in the long run. Most definitely.
0: All right, and then our wig numbers, and again, wigs over the the, the weekly goal of 200. We're over that. We didn't go crazy over it this week, but we're still over it. Uh, so so proud of the effort there. We are only now we are I think 96, 97. We're under 100, uh, within catching up after we missed kind of a couple weeks. So uh, great job, everybody. Again, seeing new people each week, Saw new people this week, uh, seeing educators that maybe really didn't start the year or the semester doing it, but now I see them two or three times a week doing it. And so uh, just a, a great job, everybody. And we appreciate you taking the time to, to do that, to help us accomplish our WIG. And, again, I will remind you also, for whatever reason, Facebook's being stupid. <laughs> and I, I, it is, I know for a fact it is not calculating all of our posts. And so whenever you do make one on Facebook, just make sure you open it up and make it public for everybody to see. So we make sure it gets counted.
1: It'd be great to see uh, over 300 posts this week. And we would be back, you know, above, above our average and be headed towards completing the, the WIG in May. And so – uh, hopefully we'll get more people involved this week uh, tweeting or posting on Instagram and Facebook about hashtag Alvarado reads, hashtag Alvareto excellence. Just rem- remember, do both of them. And, and when you do, you're not just uh, me- helping us meet the wildly important goal, but you're promoting literacy activities, which is really the main point of, of this uh, wildly important goal. So keep up the great work. Look forward to to seeing us over that 200-a-week average.
0: Yeah, and I'd, I'd also encourage you, if you're going to – there's plenty of opportunities this week for going out of town to watch our athletes participate in, in regional events. And, you know, if you're going, you know, uh, I know you like to read the audiobooks or listen. You're not really reading an audio book, but listen to the audio books in the car, and, and maybe you're driving down to, to Canton to watch golf or Commerce to watch track or something, and you pop it in and take a picture of it or – you know, find some way to let us know what you're reading in the car on the way there, if you need to, or, you know, if uh, coaches are listening, you know, see what the kids see if the kids are reading anything on the bus on the way there. We'd love to see those kind of things.
1: I don't I don't know if you saw the post, but we had one of our parents this weekend tweet about their kid going to the UIL regional meet and that uh, that they you know did well, but they also finished a book and they they posted hashtag operator Reads hashtag operator Excellence. So it's great awesome. to see our parents get involved. Definitely, that's great.
0: All right. Speaking of the UIL Academic Regional Meet, we did have a handful of scholars go down to Lindale, just outside of Tyler, to compete this last weekend, and uh, had a, had a pretty good showing. Nobody advanced to state, but had some really good showings. Uh, most kids we've had go to the regional meet in a little in a little while. Just for starters, I'll run through these real quick. Current issues: Dane Rendham finished ninth out of thirty eight, and uh, he also competed in science. Uh, Hunter Basie. Finished 18th. Tania Robinson uh, also helped, and she finished 6th. Accounting, and this is from Miss Crumpton, the first all-female accounting team, also the first uh, team they've had to go to regionals in six years. They did a, a fantastic job. Trinity Ivy was 16th overall, and then also Leslie Olaudé, Brinkley Williams, and Evan Stevens helps the team finish 6th place. And so fantastic job there for the uh, accounting team. Yeah. And then we have mathematics, Elizabeth Collins, who finished 24th out of 40 kids, but she's a student or a scholar who did not find out until Thursday that she was, a, she was an alternate after district, after area, but she didn't find out till Thursday that she was going to be going to the regional meet on Saturday and was able to finish nearly in the top half. Right. And that, that's extremely impressive. She didn't have the – the week and a half or two weeks of studying like everybody else going into that mathematics competition so uh, for her to be able to finish in the top 24 after being an alternate and uh, finding out the last minute is just a fantastic job outstanding for her and then also the journalism team uh, the entire team qualified to compete at regionals and uh, that was Sophia Diaz Andrea Harris and Tania Hayford Robinson and uh, so a, a fantastic job to all of our scholars and also our our educators who, who were there either went with them or helped them throughout the year uh, preparing Valerie Smith Luke Hunt, Michael Horner uh, Becky Smith, Heather Mulder and then uh, of course last but definitely not least miss Amelia Crumpton
1: we all know she does a fantastic job and impressive to see the improvement but also I hope this encourages a lot more scholars to get involved in the academic UIL meets because uh, there's a lot of opportunities no matter what your interest is there's a probably a competition in an area that you might be interested in so hope hope you'll get involved more of our scholars will get involved and, and we appreciate those coaches for working so hard one thing another thing that you see is a lot of people doing multiple events but also you see kids that are also competing in other areas i saw one of our scholars that's you know well you know several of our our soccer players uh girls uh Soccer team.
0: They accounted for the entire accounting yeah. team. <laughs> accounting for the
1: entire accounting team and the coach. Uh, coached both. Right. I think she just enjoys the playoffs, you know. So, but, but you know, the, it's a big effort to get from one event to the next. But they're willing to do that, and so hopefully we'll get more involved uh, doing the, you know, academic UIL in the future.
0: All right, and then also speaking of speaking of Crumptons, Mister Crumpton with the FFA. Took their kids to the area CDE meet. And I, oh, you're going to tell me what
1: CDE is? Career Development Event. All right. I believe. And I'll probably <laughs> get an email after this podcast post to tell me that I, I said something wrong, but I believe it's career development activities. So that sounds right. Our events.
0: All right. So this is the same group. They hosted a meet a couple weeks ago uh, to prepare for this one because they were, there weren't going to be any other meets. They were just going to have to go straight to the area thing. And so uh, had a, a team qualify for state. Uh, vet Science finished fifth out of 39 teams, and, uh, led by Michael Penner, who not only helped the team get fifth place, but went ahead and said, you know what, I'll just win the whole thing. I'll take first <laughs> place overall individual in Vet Science. And so awesome. congratulations to him. Brianna Turnbull with a top ten finish. She finished seventh overall. And then Farron Atkins and Fabiola Menendez. Uh, rounded out that vet science team that finished fifth out of 39. And so a state qualifying team, and that's exciting for them. We're we're super proud of those scholars on the vet science team. And then uh, entomology finished ninth out of 15 teams. And those were uh, scholars involved there were Amber Campbell, Malia Keene, Lane Johnson, and Rory Iyer. And poultry oh, finished 15th out of 30. Caden Moore, Cheyenne Iyer, and Cassidy Moore. And in that event, Caden Moore... Uh, took third place uh, overall. And so there's 30 teams. And we had three on ours, so you're thinking there's probably 90 kids involved. She so right. finished third place overall as an individual. Uh, very impressive. Yeah, impressive. Floral uh, finished 18th out of 24. Allison, Laura, Wyatt Johnson, and Joseph Kiesel. And then Livestock finished in the top half of that competition, finishing 24th out of 56. And that was Emily Skelton, Michaela Lucky, Poppy Twombly, and Alyssa Riggin. And – I can't say enough about uh, the scholars, the ones that, even if they didn't qualify for, for state, even if they didn't, weren't a top ten finish, they were able to finish out the year, went and competed, uh, did a fantastic job represent, representing the school district. And also, uh, Miss Wilson, Mr. Crumpton, Miss Wiedemann. Miss Wiedemann, there you go. I don't know why I always miss that. But, all right, Miss Wiedemann. But uh, just a congratulations to everybody involved in not just getting to state, not just competing, but being able to get the, get there.
1: And I think as uh, Mrs. Crumpton pointed out in her email about the success of the UL academic meet, it's a tough year to compete. It was a tough year to get kids involved. You know, we had a lot of virtual scholars for a while, and so to get ready for competitions is difficult. So super proud of the success of, of our educators and our scholars. And I hope that Mr. Crumpton's not gloating about getting a team to the state meet uh, to Mrs. Crumpton because I'm sure that <laughs> wouldn't be healthy. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, and then uh, Color Guard had their solo and ensemble contest Saturday, and a uh, great job there by those kiddos. Uh, 21 of the 22 that competed earned either a superior or a superior plus rating, and 11 of those 22 uh, scholars advanced to the, the state competition and one of those junior Jessica Yeager finished with a perfect score of 100 on her solo. And so, uh, <laughs> I mean, wow. what, what okay. else can you say than perfect? Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, a great job by all those young, uh, educators. I'm sorry, scholars, but I'm out of it, man. What is my <laughs> problem? All right. So also Friday, last Friday at North, uh, they had a, a bug parade, I don't know if you were able to get there or not, but they, uh, it's always fun. They do that little parade sometimes with the kindergartners. Uh, they usually, they didn't do it this year, but they usually they'll do it with the pumpkins. You know, they all right. the pumpkins. That's everybody. But uh, this year they did a, a bug parade and they had a, a bug unit. And so they all came with different bugs that they had made. And, and some of them drew them. Some of them were very elaborate. Some of them, you know, made some kind of a, a bug out of a, you know, the, the toilet paper roll thingy and it's just uh just awesome to see those kids how proud they are of their work and uh, we don't get to talk a lot about the elementary what's going on the elementary campuses on here a lot but uh, it was just really good to see those kids and just kind of how proud they were uh, Mr Taylor board member was standing there next to me while we were watching it and
1: uh, it was just a a great great event yeah, fun fun for the kids a uh, funny thing that morning Friday morning I went over to North uh, at arrival time because it was. Really storming, and just make you know, just make sure, see if I could help. And I'm sure I normally get in the way more than anything, but they they handed me an umbrella, and we were they were helping kids in, which that's a whole another story. Just commend our educators for all they do to get our kids in and out of the building safely every day, but especially on a morning when it's storming so bad. But uh, one of the kids that got out didn't want me to, you know, help them in with my umbrella. They wanted me to carry their bug for the bug parade under the umbrella (laughs) they were okay to get wet but they didn't want that project to get wet so you could tell like you said that they were extremely proud of of those projects
0: all right then uh just a reminder today is the uh, beginning of our pre-k kindergarten roundup it's all online this year Uh, go to the website and uh, there's a a registration tab at the top fill it all out there and uh start registering start registration for next year and it's always Everybody says, why do you start so early? Well, it's so we can plan. We need to know how many, how many kindergarten teachers are we going to need next year? How many pre-K teachers are we going to need next year? And it kind of just, just starts, the, starts the planning process. I mean, we've been planning for next year since January, really. I mean, right. you're always planning for the next year, but this kind of uh, starts our planning processes for, for how many educators we're going to need in, in kindergarten and, and those kind of things.
1: And that's what makes it critical. I appreciate the educators that were resharing that information on social media this weekend because if we can make that important to our parents in the community, as, as Mr. Brown said, it really helps with planning for next year.
0: All right, and then we have a lot of stuff today. Uh, regional track and golf is this week, and just going to touch on that real quick. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, regional golf is in Canton at the Van Zandt County C- Country Club. Couldn't remember if it was golf course or country club, but yeah. the, it's the Vanzant County country club there in Canton, Texas. And uh, so Chandler Clay <laughs> will uh be there competing in that. And uh she was the, the top individual medalist at the the district tournament a couple weeks ago. Uh for the individuals that did not qualify with their team, she was the number one player. So uh fantastic job by her and and good luck to her as She travels out there with Coach Dixon, and I'm sure her mom, the athletic secretary, Miss Clay, will be out there supporting her. And so, uh, good luck to her, and we're excited to hear how she's how she does. And then Friday and Saturday, we had the big area track meet, and I'm sorry, regional track meet. Area track meet was last week, and we had a load of kids that are going to be going this weekend to Texas A&M Commerce, and you know at that area meet is a very very tough area you have our district which is very tough you have a the Dallas ISD district which is traditionally strong track district and i want to say out of we maybe had six events that we had people competing that did not advance right i mean we had if we were competing we were advancing it may not have been first place or second place but if we were competing our kids were were placing in the top four and getting to advance to the regional meet. And it started with Bulls po- boys pole vault. Easton Rao took first place, and Joshua Wall took second place. And the impressive thing about that is, you know, Joshua Wall actually took first at the district meet the week before, and now Easton took first place last Wednesday, and and Joshua Wall took second place after competing in the the tennis tournament all day on Tuesday and winning that district tournament. Yeah, he was. So, <laughs>
1: He had, uh, I told him, he had three district championships in a calendar week. He had the pole vault district championship, the singles, uh, boys' singles district championship, and then the boys won it as a team in tennis. And so he had three district championships in one week. That's not too bad.
0: No, that's not too shabby. And then a uh, girls' pole vault, uh, Kennedy Pearson finished fourth overall. And then a couple more kids that, you know, we have a a number of of, scho- of scholars who, do multiple things, and J.C. Power in the discus took first place after throwing 124 pitches in a softball game the night before. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, and then uh, girls shot put it says discus on here, but it's girls shot put. Haley Gilmore finished fourth, and she played a softball game. She plays first base. She played a softball game Tuesday night as well, and so uh, just a uh, incredible that these kids are able to be at. Compete on Tuesday and then turn around and first thing Wednesday morning because those were all morning events right. to get it done on Wednesday as well. <clears throat> and then girls 3,200, Kimberly Mata placed fourth overall. And then boys 3,200, Gavin Rios placed first, Enrique Caraveo in second place. And then we'll just go ahead and skip down. Boys 1,600 beat a run. It's going to sound familiar. Gavin Rios first place, Enrique Caraveo second place.
1: That's impressive.
0: Very impressive, especially
1: then, like you said, with the region or the area track meet is is tough, and there's several good distance schools in there. I mean, in in all the events, it's uh, just a tough <clears> a tough area. But you're right. So to go one two one two, that's that's impressive.
0: And then, to me, one of the more probably impressive things from all day Wednesday was two of the girls' relay teams getting out the the four by one, and the four by two, both placed fourth place, and that. Is no small feat. Not at in all. In the the district that we were in, and where you have Midlothian Heritage, Life, and Godly, and then you look over and you look at that other district that we're competing with, that area, and you have, you know, Carter, Wilmer, Hutchins, Lincoln. Uh, it's just a yeah
1: a perennial strong yes. track schools. Yeah.
0: And uh, so uh, for our girls to to get fourth place in both those relays and texted Coach Malone. You know, Wednesday night, and said, "Hey, congratulations! You you finally got Godly because she's been, she's been she's been shrinking the gap between her and Godly all year." And she said, "We're going to get them." She <laughs> thought she got them the week before at right. district, but yeah. they're about a, a two tenths of a second. Or I, don't I don't
1: know. I don't. I think it was a <clears throat> photo finish. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> I, I, they're probably glad that I wasn't one of the judges because <laughs> Alvarado would have won. But
0: she was a she was very adamant. After that, she said that won't happen again. <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> what little tweak she made. For last Wednesday at the area meet, but uh, whatever it was, it worked. And so both girls, two of the girls' relay teams will be get out and they'll be at the regional uh, meet next week at A&M Commerce. And
1: you know, they go Friday, Saturday, right? Isn't that what you said? Yeah, they go Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday.
0: All right. And something else we didn't talk about, We well, we touched on it briefly, but I didn't print out the results or anything, but uh, District Tennis was last week and had a fantastic showing, uh, especially on the boys' side. The girls had had a couple that – Finished in the top three, but on the boys' side, uh, overwhelming. I don't know if you call it dominance, quite, but I mean, yeah, it was Yeah, I would, it was I would say on the boys' way.
1: side, it was, it was they dominated because they won every event. Yeah. Uh, and then they also got third in, in those events. And so, and then in mixed, which, you know, obviously uh, we have a boy, you know, comprised of the boys and girls teams, but we won, not only won the district championship mixed, but we got second. So, right. it was a, yeah, it was a a great day for Alvarado Indian tennis.
0: Well, and two of those, you know, two of the boys off those mixed doubles teams then turned around and had to play baseball Friday, that Tuesday night. And, Bill Marshall, I think had to pitch a couple innings Tuesday night against Godley. And so uh, just another example of our scholars getting involved in everything.
1: Yeah. And I think that speaks to the coaches too, you know, our educators because they allow that to happen. They, they work schedules. I know that we had kids that were competing in tennis and then, trying to make it out to the regional uh, or to the area track meet. And Coach you know Malone, I know she was involved, Coach Martin, trying to make sure that those kids got the opportunity to compete in both. They didn't have to choose. And so that says a lot for our educators, our coaches, uh, for going the extra mile to make sure our kids are involved.
0: And then we have our weekly schedule uh, today, Monday. Obviously, we already talked about it, but pre-K and kindergarten registration has started. It is online. Go to the district website, AlvaradoISD.net. And there will be a registration link at the top of the page, and you can register from here on out. But we want, we encourage you to get it done as soon as possible to help our planning purposes. And then tomorrow, uh, softball and baseball are at Venus. Big games for for both, really, especially softball. They were able to upset Venus when they played here. Venus, the district leader, right now, and that softball district is a is a mess because <laughs> we beat, you know, Alvarado. We beat Venus. We beat Hillsboro. Lost to Godley twice, but then Hillsboro and Venus both beat Godley, and so it's just a it's just a mess right now. And I don't know that anybody's going to know anything until the the last pitch of the of district is is thrown.
1: That's why winning out is important. Mm-hmm. I know for for our team, and just you know, they compete. If you if you've watched them, they're they're very gritty. They're even when they get down, they fight back. So I'm proud of proud of Coach Wall and the team, the coaches that work with our girls softball team.
0: And then the Wednesday and Thursday, we already talked, the regional golf tournament will be in Canton at the Van Zandt County Country Club. And also Thursday evening, we have some junior high soccer. I believe the junior high soccer teams will be hosting Coleman junior high out of Waxahachie, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think I think they're all over. I think we have, we're hosting one, and are we are have we? a team playing in Waxahachie, and I think we may have a team playing in Midlothian. Right. So the girls well, – Multiple teams. I think there's two junior high boy teams. Okay. And one – Girls' team, I believe.
0: All right, well, very good. And then Friday, uh, we have softball and baseball again. This time versus Hillsboro. So uh, a huge week for the girls with Venus and Hillsboro this week. And Hillsboro will be at home. Uh, big game for the boys as well, as uh, they got a, a late win against Hillsboro. Had to come from behind, win against Hillsboro on the road a couple weeks ago. So a big game for them as they look to stay in second place. And then also Friday into Saturday as uh, the regional. Uh, track meet, and you know we're, that's another thing. Just like we did with last week with the area meet, you know, you have a, a district champion discus, discus thrower and the, you know, fourth place in the shot put are both going to be playing softball game Friday night, and then turning around and. Going and competing Saturday morning, so... Uh,
1: yeah, I know. wonder, do you know when they're scheduled to... Do they compete or field events Saturday or are they Friday? I think it's flip flop. It's like the okay. boys' field events
0: are Friday and the girls' uh, okay. running events are Friday. And then Saturday is girls' throwing events and boys' running events, if I okay. remember correctly. I Don't hold me to that. Coach Mullen will probably make sure I get a schedule. <laughs> but uh, anyways, that is it. Is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: No, I kind of mentioned it in the podcast, but we forget that many days uh, the the weather's bad, obviously, you know, our our drivers drive in and we're very appreciative of what those educators do. But on stormy mornings or afternoons, if you've been to one of our campuses, you've watched, I know the parents appreciate it, but our educators are out there just right in the middle of that, just doing everything they can to make sure that the kids get in safely from, you know, not falling down on the steps or not sliding around on the wet pavement and, they're trying to balance holding a, an umbrella, and not over themselves, but over our, our kids. And you see that at every campus. And I just really appreciate the effort of our educators. Uh, you know, just can go on and on, like you said, about the positive. The great things about the improved numbers with COVID are our wildly important goal. But safety is always huge. And, and one of the key things that goes on is paramount, we say, in our district. So thank you to our educators for all you do.
0: Most definitely. And until next time, hashtag Alvarado Excellence.